Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water, with Lemon Recording Live from the Natmobile Studios. Uh, just finished up a round of speed golf. Shot a 99 in 74 minutes, making my score 173. Career best. Feeling good about it. Um, keeping in mind that I can't score a triple bogey. I only... I max out at doubles, and then I just keep track of my bogeys and my pars. So I had five bogeys and two pars. Pretty fired up. Uh, what do we have on the agenda today? Uh, oh, well, starters. Uh, I decided I'm going to try and get a certification uh, in Azure, Azure Fundamentals. Don't know anything about tech. Figured uh, 34 is a good time to start to welcome yourself into uh, technology. So, been trying to do that. It is very difficult having avoided all sorts of technology in every part of the way uh, for the past 10 years, like actively trying to stay away from it. Um, so, definitely behind the eight ball there. Been I've been reviewing stuff for about a week now, just grinding my way through, telling the Natterhorn about my struggles, and then yesterday she just goes, oh, actually I took that, I'm like what? She's like, yeah, I uh, I took that certification, I'm like, are you shitting me? She's like, oh yeah, I, uh, I have a whole bunch of uh, study guides and cheat sheets, you could just use those. Uh took you a week to realize you had this shit? Are you kidding me? Do we love people who already have the certification that you want? No! It's annoying! Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, went to the skin doctor a couple weeks ago. First time. Long time. Had a mole on my back. Turns out, uh, not... Uh, cancerous or not uh, bad mole. I don't really know what makes it a good mole and a bad mole, but I was told it's a good mole. So I have a good mole. Uh, little PSA here. Do not or do go to the skin doctor and get yourself checked. The sun is your friend, but also your enemy. Same with the ocean. Well, actually, the sun is your friend and your enemy the ocean is not your friend, but it's not your enemy. So, chew on that one. Uh, my doctor was, my, I think my doctor was 85 years old. I'm not exaggerating. And she was sharp as a tack. Uh, former, she was, she's a Vietnamese immigrant, came over here in the 70s. Native language, though, is French. So she... Actually, no. No, 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 no. Native language is definitely Vietnamese. Second language is French because they learned French growing up in grade school in Vietnam. Third language is English. Um, so, yeah, she was she was awesome. She goes back to uh, Vietnam every year, does a, uh, a skin clinic. So, told me that if I know anybody who speaks French to send them in to her because she likes speaking French. This all came up because she asked me about my heritage. She was 
she was shitting her pants about my skin. And I don't know if she was being genuine or not, but I left there thinking I have the best skin in America and Vietnam. The way she was fawning over my skin. So felt pretty good about that. Um, and she said, "What? what's your heritage? Why is your skin so great? I was like, well, I don't know, but I do have uh, some French Canadian. And she started speaking French to me. I said, I, I don't speak French, which the Natterhorn hears this. She's going to roll her eyes because she wants me to learn how to speak French. I can barely speak English. I don't know about that. Actually, speaking of speaking English, trying to... I'm trying to use the word like less. That's that's my filler word, my crutch, my crutch word, if you will. And I'm aware of it, but it's it's just very difficult. It's a habit that's been ingrained for probably 20 years. And to the point, I don't even know. I know that I say it a lot, but in the moment, I don't realize when I'm saying it. So I, I can't hear myself. So... I have an elast a rubber band on my right wrist and it's my reminder to not say like and if I say like as a filler word I snap the rubber band I'm basically treating myself similar to a pavlo dog I almost said like and that actually would have been appropriate to say I'm treating myself like a dog but now I'm at the point I'm snapping myself so much I'm afraid to even use it in the proper context which isn't necessarily a bad thing because I think it is expanding my vocabulary. I do like... I. Okay. I said like right there, but that was in the proper context. I was going to say I do like the idea of having a large vocabulary. So, I don't have one yet. I get the subscription to Wordsmith every day. And it's fun to read the words, but it definitely doesn't stick with me. I would like to find a way to implement a way to expand the vocab. But I don't know. It's, first, I got to pass the certification. Then we'll worry about the vocab. There's too much going on. Do we love large vocabularies? Fuck yeah, we do. That's a word I am good at using, the F word. That's another one, too, where I've, I've wavered back and forth where I know I swear a lot and I think to myself, maybe, maybe I don't want to be a swear guy, but it just feels so good. So I, tr- I, I, I make an earnest effort as a swear guy not to swear around the kids. And that's another, that's another weird territory I'm crossing into right now. All my friends, they got miniatures of themselves. And I don't, I, I've been erring on the side of caution. At six months, I don't swear around the kid. I think at three months, you can drop an F-bomb here and there, but you should start getting in the mindset of not wanting to swear around the kid. Because I know for me, I'm going to need a lot of ramp up time here. So at the two, three month mark, I try not to, I try and be mindful of my swearing around the kid by six months. You try not to swear around the kid because I think by a year, if you swear around the kid, you are fucked. See what I did there? 
Anyway, do we love swearing around children? The idea of talking about it is absolutely hilarious, and I want to say yes, but when you actually do it, you feel terrible, and if you don't, you you shouldn't feel terrible, but you shouldn't feel good about it. So, a couple things to chew on there. Um... That's about it. Oh, I got a I got a text from uh, Tik Tick. By the way, Tik Tick. We entered a masters pool, and by we, I mean he did his own entry, and I did mine, and I basically came in last place out of six hundred people. He straight up came in second place out of six hundred people in this masters pool, and his it came down to a final putt, and the guy he needed to hit the putt missed the putt. It had this guy made this putt, he would have came in first place. The first place payout was 5500 and the second place payout was 2400 So shout out to TIK, big golf guy, uh, coming in second place in the Masters Tournament. That's my guy. Go to war for him. Run through a wall for him. Celebrate Passover with him. Any of that stuff. I'm in. Oh, I'm at the point. So I have basically, I basically have the commute from the golf course down except this one turn. And I'm, I'm doing the turn right now, but I'm not confident about it. I'm, I'm at the junction of a left and a right. And so when I drive to the course in the morning, it's always dark out. When you, uh, when you tee off for speed golf, you're the first, you're the first group out. So that way you don't obviously run into anybody. And when I drive, so when I drive there, it's in the pitch dark and coming home, the, I was going to say the lights are on, the sun is up. So everything looks different and it's completely reversed. Instead of taking a right, I take a left. Instead of taking a left, I take a right. So I'm still trying to get it down. I think, I think I made the right turn here, but if not, I'm going to be very lost. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made the right turn. Let's go. Um, Anyway, TIK second place in the Masters tournament. But more importantly than winning 2400 bucks, he sent me a pretty funny text message that I wanted to share. Um, so I sent him a podcast, an interview, JJ Reddick and Joel Embiid uh, from The Old Man and the Three. Uh, I suggest you listen to it, but don't supplement that podcast with this podcast. I only... I'm at best putting some, putting out content once a week for 20 minutes. So if I give podcast recommendations, I think all I ask in return is that you continue to listen to mine and don't completely rule it out. Fair is fair. I'm not asking you to... I don't know. Anyway, moving on. So send him this podcast. He responds back. Perfect. I'm driving back to New York. I'm driving back for... I'm driving back from New York. That makes no sense. I'm driving back from I'm driving back from NY to Cherry Hill tonight and need a podcast to listen to. Parentheses. Aunt Hillary will not be in the car. Which is wicked funny because that's his wife of probably 35 or 40 years. Hates basketball. And TIK loves basketball. Shouldn't say that she hates basketball, but just doesn't care. Actually, he goes to games a lot. 
he has season tickets to the Sixers, and when he asks if she wants to go to the game with him, her response is, do you want me to ask you if you want to go shopping with me? Just wicked funny. Love love AH, baby. Anyway, so he said, "So so this podcast is great. By the way, belated happy birthday. No excuses, but we were traveling in Arizona, and I remembered a day late and thought a bladed would be lame. Anyway, still couldn't resist a bladed. We'll be more timely next year. Say hi to Natterhorn. T-I-K. So, do we love wishing belated birthdays? Because this is clearly... T-I-K didn't ask for my recommendation on this, but he... That text was basically said, Dear Doctor, do we love belated happy birthdays? Because he's the man's torn. He he thought of the belated a day after the birthday, but said it would be lame. And then this was this was like almost two weeks after my birthday. It just must have been gnawing at the guy. Yeah, I mean he he must have been tortured, just waking up every day. Do I wish it belated? Don't I wish it belated? I would I would feel the same. I toss and turn over these issues all day. How do I, like, what do I think about world peace? That doesn't keep me up at night. What keeps me up at night is do I wish it belated? And the, oh. So, I'm going to say I'm out on belated happy birthdays. With that being said, I definitely do them. And now I wasn't it wasn't something I was in my head about because I haven't given it that much thought. But now that now that TIK brought this to my attention, it's gonna drive me nuts forever. Anytime there's a belated birthday, I'm gonna waver back and forth and I'm gonna think of of tick. So we don't love belated birthdays, belated birthday wishes. I'm also, I'm also, I like just your birthday's one day, regardless of what day it is. It just lands on that day and you celebrate it on that day. And the next day you might as well, you don't exist. So I appreciate the sentiment but I'm out. I also feel like now I have to wish TIK a belated happy birthday every year. And now I feel like I can't even wish him one on time because now it might be our thing. <sighs> a lot going on today. Heavy holds the crown that squeezes the lemons, as they always say. All right. So I'm in the Natmobile, and the radio station situation absolutely sucks here. So I'm going to see if I... It's one of those, it's, it, it's too technology savvy. Like everything's got like a wheel that you spin and give me the friggin' buttons that you just, I just need six stations. I need firm buttons. Like I'm going to send a T9 text and just let me hit one through six. I don't need to scroll and get HD one and 93.1 HD two. Come on. What are we doing here? Somebody, somebody just way, way overcomplicated the radio. The radio is perfect as is. Don't, if there was a six-month-year-old in the car, I would say don't F with it, but there's not, so don't fuck with it. Um, so yeah, let me, let me see what I can do here. 
I'm already annoyed. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is the worst ending to a podcast we've ever had, I think. Oh, all right.